All right, thank you for tuning in to Prophet to the Nation as usual. We are trying to get the uh volume here. We're going. Here we go. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Here we go. Waiting for
Hey, welcome to Prophet to the Nation. Glad you guys tune in today, tonight, <laughs> today, tonight. <laughs> Glad to have you. What you're going to do is you're going to call in one and two. I'll accept your call in one second. I see you guys calling in. I'm getting getting it set up where I'm getting people online. So give me one second and I'll answer your call. Um, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you guys have headsets and make sure you share. There's a share button should be to your right. Uh, go ahead and share that, and after the episode is off, make sure you like it because it just moves the podcast up on the top 20 list, okay, guys? Um, we're getting ready to get started here in a few seconds. I'm just sharing, um, getting the podcast out on different platforms, so give me one second. I'm so sorry. Hey, this is Profit to the Nation. If you're looking for a place to advertise your business, your products, here's a platform available for you. All you have to do is direct message me, and I'll get in contact with you for more details. God bless you. All right, make sure you guys share one second here. No worries. Okay. So if you're in the room, Heather, let me know you're there. Let me know you're in the room. I want to make sure everybody's here. That's you, okay. And I think I've seen Lance come in the room, right? Everybody's here. Okay. All right. So we're going to go ahead and... um. get started sorry about the dead air guys there's technical difficulties all day today I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. 
Okay, guys, we got all the good stuff out the way. Y'all still there? Go ahead and call in, Heather. Go ahead and uh, call in, um, Mr. Lance. Thank you for everybody tuning in. Welcome to Prophet to the Nation. Tonight, we're going to talk about money matters. So all you entrepreneurs, y'all get ready. This is for you. Go ahead and call in. You hit the number one there, number two, and I'm going to add you into the line. Can you guys hear me? Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, great. Oh, Pastor Shannon's here. Pastor Mark's here. Uh, we got uh, Sister Heather and Lance in here. We'll have pretty much other people come in. They'll come in and out the room. But the floor is you guys. Have to go ahead and take it and let us know about your business. Awesome, awesome. So I appreciate you having us on. Um, so I have the pleasure and the opportunity of introducing um, our marketing director of East Coast Expansions. He is the number one broker in the state of Virginia. He is on a mission to close the wage gap that we are experiencing in our country and to educate people on financial literacy. Um, his name is Mr. Lance Christmas. Um, Lance, welcome, welcome. Well, thank you, Heather. I appreciate that, and thanks for having me, Autumn. Absolutely, am thrilled about the platform yes, and uh, just uh, spreading spreading the mission and crusade about what we're doing. So, Excellent. Uh, so before I get yeah, before I get started, uh, uh, did you want me, I give you a little bit about my background? Sure. Uh, just so people you know. Have the floor. Um, We'll yep. talk. Well, thank you so much. So, mm -hmm. so I actually come from a real estate background. <laughs> 18 years in real estate, and I'm in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Um, I'm married. I have six kids. Uh, I coach high school football. I coach track wow. baseball. Um, uh, I'm a veteran of 10 years. It's been 10 years in the Navy, and uh, you know, I say all that, Autumn, because in America today, we're, we're, we all live busy lives, right? Yeah. And so. It's it's very funny because as as a dad of six kids, I was working about 80 hours a week in the real estate industry, 
And I absolutely love real estate. Um, I love serving. I love helping. But working 80 hours a week, also trying to be a good dad, was pretty difficult to maintain that lifestyle and also be a, be a father to my kids. So I started um, after 18 years looking for a way that I could probably leverage my time. Um, I, I started praying, started trying to look at different avenues of approach. And the first way, of course, was in the industry of real estate. And, and in that real estate industry, the first thing I did was look at building a team. And in building a real estate team, it was great in the beginning because I had people that were ambitious. They were new, excited. And then something would happen in about six months. They'd get comfortable um, and feel that they were ready to go out on their own. And then they would leave. Wow. So here I am again working and, and losing and, and not being able to leverage my time. So real estate wasn't the answer for me. So it's funny, Autumn, that God will deliver things to you in different forms. You know, you may not be looking for it, and then it just appears in, in a different answer that you were looking for. So um, a good friend of mine that I was stationed with in the military uh, had follow, was following me on social media. And, uh, you know, if you guys, uh, you can find me on Facebook at, at my name, Lance Christmas, um, or you can find me on Instagram at uh, Coach2207, uh, which is my zip code in Fredericksburg. But uh, he was following me on social media, and um, he thought I'd be a perfect fit for the financial industry. To be very honest, Autumn, I had no interest in the financial industry at all. Wow. Um, I just love selling houses, but I – so – of course, um, he said it's a it's it's a way for you to learn how to leverage your time. So of course, <laughs> I looked around. And I said it might be in punk, right? Mm-hmm. So so I didn't want to be that guy where um, you ask God to help you, and you're sitting on top of a roof in the middle of a flood, and along comes a guy in a boat to save you, right? right? And most of the time, you say no, thank you. God's gonna save me, and so he drives off in his boat. Next thing comes a helicopter. He comes to save you. And then you say, no, thank you. God's going to save me. And you guys know the story. Guy, guy dies, drowns, goes to heaven and asks God, you know, why didn't he save him? Well, God tells him, I sent you a boat and I sent you a helicopter. You know, what more did you want? Right. <laughs> and so I didn't want to be that guy. So I said, okay, I'll listen to what you have to say. So I was blown away by some financial concepts that I never knew about. 47 years old, very successful, nice high six-figure income in real estate, and I never learned half of these financial concepts that he showed me. So I came on board with this company and started his mentorship program, and in 14 months, Autumn, I replaced 18 years of my real estate income. Wow. And so, and so now <laughs> I'm working 30 hours a week from home. Wow. That's a blessing. Uh, <laughs> most of the time, it's doing what I'm doing right now, just talking uh, on Zooms and podcasts and things like that. Right. And like right now, I'm I'm in t-shirt, shorts, and um, slides. Wow. <laughs> and you know, and, and it's a blessing because I'm able to be that father that I wanted to be to my kids. Right. And so, like, I have my kids are actually listening in now. Wow. You know, I have uh, my 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 15 year olds in here listening. You know, he's super excited. He helped me, um, you know, get a new mic for this for this particular podcast to make sure it came through good. So just excited about, uh, you know, what we're doing. So 
I, I had the pleasure of being associated with people like a Heather Garlitz, who who has who comes from a business background. She has multiple degrees in business, and as she told me, she was blown away by the financial concepts as well. So she's got multiple degrees, multiple LLCs, but never learned half of the concepts about money and finance.、Hmm. You know, and so her and I together are partnering up with a couple other folks、uh, on the East Coast, and we're now spearheading the expansion of our company,、um, just helping people make money, save money, and get out of debt. Right. So that's a that's a little bit about me. So <laughs> so、um, a, a little bit about our company about what we do. We're what's called an FMO. I don't know if you've ever heard of an FMO, Anna. No, I haven't. Okay. So so it's a it's a financial marketing organization, and what we do is we'll market financial products on behalf of companies such as MetLife. You know, AIG, Mutual of Omaha, Nationwide Financial. I'm sure you heard of these companies, right? Right. So, so all Fortune 500 companies, but those companies are facing a tremendous challenge right now. So, so the average agent in this industry right now is a 61-year-old Caucasian male. Wow. Now, of course, there's nothing at all wrong with that, one bit. But here's the challenge that the companies are facing. At 61 years old, Autumn, what's typically the next thing someone's thinking about? Retirement. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. So, so he's got one foot in, one foot out, right? And then、right. the other problem is a big one. The companies are having a tough time with distribution of their financial products. Wow. Because they're having a tough time reaching women, reaching millennials, Gen Xers, minorities. They're having a tough time reaching the fastest-growing population in the United States today, the Latin American community. Because think about it, most of us—not all of us—most、right. of us do business with people that look like us, act like us, and talk like、right. us. Real simple. <laughs> so, so if a 61-year-old Caucasian man is the typical agent in this industry. He's most likely talking to people that look like him, act like him, and talk like him. So, MetLife and AIG and Mutual of Omaha, they say Heather Garlitz, you have a market that that 61-year-old man will probably never tap into. We're going to pay you extremely well to educate people about some financial concepts. So. It's pretty cool because our platform, our CEO, he's the epitome of diversity. He's a 42-year-old Assyrian and Iranian, and, and and it's pretty and it's pretty cool because if you were to to to、um, look at look at our platform and the things that we do,、um, he's actually a Wall Street Journal's、uh, best-selling author. And he's also got a a channel on YouTube called Valuetainment.、Mm-hmm. It's uh, say, it's actually the, the what'd number. Would you say his name was? His name is Patrick, Patrick. Bet David. Um, B yeah, B E T hyphen David. So he's uh he's got a book out right now called Your Next Five Moves. Uh, for any entrepreneur out there that's looking to either start companies. Um, mm-hmm. or, or, or anything business related, 
Yes. Um, it teaches you how to think ahead. So he's a Wall Street Journal best-selling author. On that. Um, anybody that that goes to YouTube, Autumn, they can yeah. also go to uh, uh, Value Tainment is his channel. Okay. And on his channel, I think he has uh, 2.8 million subs on his channel. Wow. So he's pretty well. And uh, he doesn't use. Yeah, he doesn't use that platform to try to recruit anybody or yeah. attract business or anything like that. He's just real passionate about entrepreneurship. Okay. I have some so, questions coming in, too. So when the questions pop up, I'm going to try not to cut you off, but also I'm going to answer some of the callers. Well, some of the people that are in the absolutely. chat room uh, questions. And then I had some questions that were sent in to me as well. So one question is um, from Joyful Joy. She want to know, if, is this a, um, a pyramid type of business? Uh, Joyful Joy, how you doing tonight? You can look in the chat room there and see her question. Of, she has some questions for you. Oh, okay. If you scroll oh, okay, up, so I can't talk to her? <laughs> she can she can hear you. She wants to call in, but not oh, okay, not, okay. Out ten, hey, not out of ten. I'm, they just listen, but they can put their questions in the chat room. So you want to wa also watch the chat room. But I normally, if they pop the question uh, in the chat room, I'll just I'll ask for them. Okay, awesome. Mm -hmm. So so to answer your question, joyful joy. Um, no, it's not a pyramid scheme. Um, and it's it's not one of those things that are out there. So uh, unfortunately. But uh, we actually are regulated by the insurance industry. Um, we have to pass background tests and things like that. Um, we also go through, uh, you know, tests and, and qualifications, etc. What we have is we have a very similar model to what a real estate company does, which is why it was real attractive to me. We have a broker-agent relationship where you have a broker that runs a financial agency like I do in Fredericksburg. And then I hire and recruit agents that are either producers um, or, or referral agents. Or if they want to become a broker as well, I can train them how to become a broker. So it's the very same thing I did in my 18 years in real estate. I came on board, got mentored, and then became a broker in real estate. Wow. So, so how long did you say that takes? So, so to become a broker? Yeah, how long has Heather been doing it? Um, Heather's been involved with me since September, and she has gone through all of our training program, uh, which included some classroom time, uh, some on online time, and, and, and a lot of um, intense field training appointments. Um, and a field training appointment is about, it's about 30 to 45 minutes where we would uh, sit down with the client and, and, for lack of a better way to put it, role play. So she would actually get training where, you know, so just, let's just say we would sit down with you, Autumn, because you're somebody who knows Heather and trusts Heather. Right. We'll sit down, and I'll ask you to ask me as many questions as you can and kind of role play so she can see what it would be like while we're out in the field with, um, helping a real client. Right. Okay. So, and the real reason that we do that is because we want, um, we want you to see what we do. Um, so in the future, you say, hey, let, you know, so you come across somebody that needs some financial help, then maybe you would send Heather some referrals in the future. Right. So um, what, I, what I'd love to do, if you're okay with that, Autumn, I'd love um, for Heather to kind of take the mic and kind of tell her experience with uh, coming on board and, and working with our firm. 
Yes. Go ahead, Heather. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Heather, before you start talking, I just want to add all the callers, all the listeners and the callers to know that I've known Heather for a very long time, and um, I just wanted to get behind her and support her and give her the platform um, to help help what she's doing. And I'm just very, I want to say I'm very proud of you, Heather. It's, this is awesome. And um, I'm just excited that you, you're here. <laughs> Oh, I'm ex- that is so humbling. I'm so excited to be here because, you know, I love you so much yeah, and your yeah, yeah. family yeah. Um, and just everything. So I'm so excited for, for the opportunity to be here. Um, the main reason that I'm, I'm excited for this opportunity is because I know what um, PHP, People Helping People Agency, has done for myself, my family, my community, and all those around me. Um, and so I, like as Lance was saying, um, some people might have joined. On. I come from a substantial business background. I have a bachelor's degree in general business management. I have a bachelor's degree in human resource management. Wow. I have a minor in entrepreneurship, and then I have an associate's in culinary arts. Which has nothing to do with this. It's just cool, and I like to throw it in there. So. <laughs> Um, I came from the corporate world. You know, I got out of college, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out there. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to work my way to the top. And when I got there, I was financially well off, but I was absolutely miserable because the key thing that was missing was being able to impact people's lives. And the whole point in me getting my business degrees was because I thought, you know, people spend the majority of their time at work. If I can be a good boss, then I can help people and make their lives better. So when I got there and I realized that wasn't it, and as much time as I put in for what I was getting compensated and the travel and just so many things for my life, I was like, i got to figure something else out. So I left the corporate world and I went into the human services industry where I work with kids who have had less than a fair shot at life. Absolutely loved the job. However, I don't know if you know anything about the human services industry, but the pay is terrible. (laughs) Absolutely terrible. And for myself and my children, I now have five um, in my home as a single individual. I was like, I need to figure something out to have the quality of life for myself and my family that I want. So... This is the fourth company that I have attempted to be with in the financial services industry. What this company brings to me that others did not was a really great compensation. Let's just put that out there. Um, It gives me, (laughs) it gives me um, the flexibility in my schedule. So as Lance was saying, we're able to leverage our time. And something that was very important to me is it also allows me to make a better life for people and their families. We educate people on financial literacy. We break the wage gap. We enable families and those who are are part of our company to know how to work money, how the money system works, um, how to grow your money, how to get out of debt. Um, I went through our debt management company, and I was able to have um, 106 thousand dollars okay because I went you heard all my degrees I went to school for about 10 years okay and when I first got out I went through a consolidation company because I went to multiple universities or schools and so 
the company I initially went through didn't get all of my loans in that consolidation. I had fines, I had fees, I had penalties until I finally figured out what was going on. Um, and so when I got it all consolidated, it was $74,000. Whenever I went through our consolidation, like the the company, they also put me into a 30-year contract to pay it back. So it was the 74 initial plus the interest that was going to collect over the next 30 years. When I went through our debt management company, I was able to, that when I talked to them and everything, I put in my own application because I'm an agent here. Um, I am working to become a broker and open my own brokerage. Um, if everything stays on track and I stay on my business plan, we come up with business plans for people who want to do that. Um, that should be taking place before the end of this year. I'm very, very excited about it. Um, I don't want to push the date too soon. Realistically, it's probably going to be about five, maybe six months max. But, you know, just to just for the, you know, fluff, it will be done by the end of the year. I'll be bringing in a substantial income. (laughs) Um, So when I went through that company, um, which we do offer, um, and I put my own application in, not and I talked to them, they said you have to pay zero dollars for 10 years and your student loans are forgiven. $106,000 $106,000 is gone, so that was the loan plus the interest, and I got paid for my own application. Wow. So, <laughs> um, our company, um, you know, we get in there, um, we, we work over Zoom. Um, right now, I think Lance had mentioned he hasn't seen a client in the office since March, especially because of COVID. Mm-hmm. We are able to recession-proof the income for our families. Um, you know, you can do this from anywhere. I mean, Lisa, uh, Lance has a lot of kids. I have a lot of kids. We work from our we work in our PJs sometimes and our slides, and you know, we work at the park and our football practices and all of those kinds of things. So. Um, you know, we just have a huge opportunity here. Um, the biggest thing is the uh, the education and the culture. Um, Lance, do you want to talk a little bit about our culture? I knew you were mentioning our CEO. Um, you know, a little bit more about our, our leaders um, that make this all possible. Oh, absolutely. So, Heather, I, I love hearing your, your, your testimony because <laughs> it's truly the American dream. So, uh, because I mean, pe- people, uh, people's American dreams are, are different, but it's all all boiled down to pretty similar things. But yeah, our culture. Um, I know I talked about our CEO being diverse, but our our executive team. So if you think about most corporations, most companies that people work for in the world, um, what a typical CEO and executive team looks like. We all have our idea, but our executive team. We have two African Americans. Two Nigerian Americans, three wow. Mexican Americans, two El Salvadorian Americans, wow. two Caucasian Americans, a Puerto Rican Cuban American, a Filipino American, and then an African American Caucasian mix. Wow. So, so that's our executive team. We resemble what America looks like. Wow. And um. Lance, um, you know, I have a lot of business degrees um, coming into this, and um, I know you came from a real estate background, but um, for the people that are listening in, um, you know, how important is it for them to know what it qualifies to to join our company? Um, Do do they need to have all those degrees and everything? (laughs) So, So it's funny. 
So the the, the only re, the only way to be a part of our firm, the big one, the big one is you have to be able to pass a background check. You can't have any felonies or any misdemeanors um, because we deal with people's money and people's socials. Right. And then whatever state, yeah, whatever state you're licensed, uh, you're living in, you would just have to be licensed to, uh, with a life insurance license for that particular state. Um, and, and the usually licensing cost, depending upon where you at, can cost anywhere from 100 to maybe 150 bucks. Unless you're in California, then it's 300 bucks. So if you're in California, sorry, but uh, but usually about 100 to 150 bucks. And then to be a part of our actual platform, it's only a one-time lifetime fee of 199 dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and that platform fee opens up all the mentorship that uh, Heather talked about. So it allows you to tap into all the training um, to learn these financial concepts. And if I have enough time, I'll, I'll, I can probably articulate one concept real quick. Okay. Um, it also allows you to tap into all the carriers that we talked about, the MetLife and the AIGs and all that. So if anybody's um, familiar with... Well, how much are those fees? Uh, I know a lot of people wouldn't know, um, but could you share what the fees are if you were to go independently and like try and be part of each of those different carriers that we work with that is included in that 199 platform fee? Yeah, absolutely. So if you were to be an independent agent on your own and you wanted to partner up with MetLife or partner up with AIG... Each of those companies are going to charge you between forty to a hundred dollars each, and we represent almost twenty companies. So imagine paying between forty and a hundred dollars each to partner with those companies. All that is taken care of for you through our platform. Wow! Because most people don't have an extra two, three thousand dollars laying around to get started. I got started in real estate. It cost me almost three thousand dollars to get properly licensed and appointed and all that stuff with all the all my uh, boards and all that stuff, you know. Um, Heather has multiple business degrees. You heard her story about how much money she had to invest for that. So for less than 300 bucks, you can be part of a platform to learn some financial concepts and actually, you know, build a brokerage. So it, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. So um, so Heather, one of the things I I, I like to do is kind of have you um, articulate with me. Uh, one of our financial concepts. So, so we we know about the three ways that money grows, right? Absolutely. So, so most people um, don't know that there's three ways that money grows. So, no matter where your money's at, it's going to grow three different ways. The first way is what we call fixed. The second way is what we call variable. The third way is what we call indexed. All right. So, in our fixed accounts, Heather. We have what the banks, um, and correct me if I miss any money market accounts, CDs, um, you know things like that. Um, and and what most of us like about having our money in a fixed account is our money safe, right? We know our money safe is FDI insured. But uh, Heather, you have a savings account, right? I do. I do have a savings account. Absolutely. And what's your return on your savings account? How much interest do you normally get? Um, maybe like a point something of a percent. <laughs> right. So, so, so you have a point something of a percent. So the amount of, so leaving your money sitting in a fixed account, that money is not going to outpace inflation long term, right? Because inflation grows at about three to four percent every year. Definitely. Right. So now the variable account that I talked about 
Most of us have this, that especially work in corporate America. We're talking about our 401ks, our 403bs, um, our, our IRAs. Uh, it could even be uh, uh, stock markets and, and mutual funds. What about um, Bitcoin? Uh, Bitcoin's in that fixed market too. Absolutely, Bitcoin and forex. You know, those are the two popular buzzwords out there now. And even my old industry, real estate. These are all variable accounts. Now, the thing that we like about those variable accounts is what, uh, Heather? What do we love about it? There is the potential for substantial growth. But. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but, right? We all know what happened in 2008. We knew what happened in 2000s, uh, beginning. And we all knew what happened in the beginning of, of 2020, right? So there's a potential that you can also lose a portion of your income or all of your income. Mm. Right, so if I was to put that on the graph, Autumn, it's gonna look like a heart monitor on the on a, at the hospital, up and down, right? Mm-hmm. So now these index accounts. If anybody's listening to me, I'd love for you to actually uh, write this down, uh, do some of your own due diligence. But these index account, it's called the fixed index annuity. So a FIA fixed index annuity or an IUL, which is an indexed universal life, IUL. So now the thing about this account is it's similar to the fixed account. It's also safe. And there's also a guarantee of no losses of your money because you have a contractual agreement with those companies that your money can't lose. Wow. The downside to putting our money in those index accounts because as we talked about before, there's pros and cons with everything. The downside is you're going to get zero as your floor up to 9% as your cap of growth in that account. So here's what I mean by that. So say the market this year does, I don't know, 17%. We are only going to get 9% gains because that's, um, that's the cap. So let's say... The market 7%, then we get 7% because we're under that cap. Now, Autumn, let's say some crazy virus comes over here from China. <laughs> um, and, the mark, and the market goes down 13%, negative 13% in the market. We lose zero. Wow. Because that's our floor. Right. So. Wow. Now, now, Autumn, why is this important? It's a, it's a concept called principal protection of your money. Mm-hmm. And most of us have never heard of that. Right. Now, <laughs> our, I'm, I'm, sure you, I'm sure you're familiar with Warren Buffett, right? Yep. So, a deck of billionaire, right? He's got a, a, a lot of, uh, you know, books on money and finance. And Tony Robbins, who a lot, who's well respected in his book, Unshakable, quotes Warren Buffett as saying his two rules of money. His first rule of money is don't lose any money. His second rule of money is don't forget rule number one. <laughs> mm, right? He keeps right. it real simple. But, but here's the challenge that we face. Most of us are constantly losing money with overexposure into that variable account. Mm. 
So as people are listening to me right now that have the 401ks and the 403bs and the TSPs, all the retirement accounts, their employee, their employers probably match, whether it be 3% or 5%. A lot of people, because they want to build up money for retirement, are doing what we call over overexposing that. They're paying a little bit higher than the match. So if you have an employer that's giving you 3% and you're paying 10%, you're paying 7% over, I would just tell you to roll down your window and throw money out the window as you drive. Wow. So so let me let me ask you, um, Autumn, let's say I'm a generous guy. I gave you 100 bucks, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You follow? You take that hundred dollars and you put it into the stock market. Now the stock market goes down tomorrow fifty percent. You lose fifty percent. How much money do you have? I use fifty percent of that. You lose fifty percent of a hundred bucks. How much do you have? You got 50 bucks. Right. Absolutely. I was typing it out so, now, so they can see. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. I got to get used to the typing and talking thing. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, so, so let's say the very next day, the market goes back up 50%. How much money do you have? I'm back at 100, right? You would think so. But the market recovered 50%, so you get 50% of what you currently have in your pocket, which is what? 50 bucks. So what's half of 50? 25. So you actually only have $75. 75. When the market recovers. <laughs> right? So the actual growth of the percentage is not the actual growth of your dollar amount. So when you lose money in a variable account, the market has to recover double for you to get back what you lost. That's why an index account will protect your principal so when the market goes down, you have no losses guaranteed. Wow. Now, don't you think those are concepts that we all need to learn about? Yep. Yes, So, anybody listening to me now that would love to learn how to partake in the market in the upside and with no losses guaranteed, Definitely, uh, you know, reach out to Heather or myself. And um, Lance, where would be the best place for them to reach you? So me, my my platform of choice is actually Instagram. I love Facebook, but I like Instagram because I love taking pictures. So <laughs> you can actually find me at Coach uh, 22407. I don't know if the guys that they want to join a little bit later, I coach high school football in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Um, so that's my that's been my uh, handle for a long time, and I love it. So Coach22407, which is the Fredericksburg uh, zip code, or you can also find me by my name, um, Lance Christmas, at either LinkedIn or, or Facebook. And uh, what about yourself, Heather? How can they find you? Um, they can find me on Facebook under Heather Elaine, or they can follow me on Instagram at your, Y-O-U-R underscore worth, W-O-R-T-H underscore empire. Okay. 
Are you, are you so there? I see a question here. Yeah, you um, see the big long question. This was submitted to me just so you understand that uh, we'll have people in the room, and then we'll have after we um, air this, I'll I'll uh, yeah, I can't talk. I'll upload it, and then people can catch the replay, and it can be over 200 replays. But somebody already um, submitted their question earlier today, and if you can look in the chat room, I'll let, I'll allow you to read over it. You see it where it says question. When getting started, how do you calculate the taxes? I think it's Social Security taxes. I'm not sure. I don't know if this is something you guys answer or could help her with. Well, she's not on here tonight, but she's probably going to catch the replay. So that's why I wanted to go ahead and um, oh, okay, the information okay. Out. I think I, I think I understand what she's saying. She's an independent contractor, mm -hmm. and she's asking how do we usually cont uh, calculate our taxes as an independent contractor. So I actually teach my team um, the same way I did in real estate is to save half of what you make for taxes um, just to be safe, <laughs> right? Because nobody wants to owe Uncle Sam anything. So um, I save half of what I make uh, for taxes, and and then I, I use the rest for business expenses and to live off of, etc. But at the end of the year, I usually don't have to pay in as much because of all my tax deductions. But I would rather have that extra money in an account than have to owe Uncle Sam money. Uh, I'm not a tax accountant, so let me just put that caveat out there. I just have a little bit of experience. But uh, I have a fantastic accountant um, in Rockville, Maryland. Um, so if anybody would like his contact information, um, just reach out to me. I'd be happy to share them. I've had him since I started in real estate in 2002, and he has never failed me. So um, I, I only had to owe the IRS once, and that was in the beginning when I first started out, and I didn't listen to him because I thought I knew more. But uh, <laughs> since then, I, I completely listened to his, uh, his, his tutelage and mentorship. And um, Lance, so you're mentioning taxes and compensation. While we're on that topic, um, could you give them, uh, you know, for anyone that's interested, um, you know, we get paid multiple different ways, but what shifted you from your real estate career into the financial services industry? Um, and it, aside from just the time leverage, um, that made you make that switch? Because a lot of people make it off pretty well in, in the real estate world. <laughs> That's I'm so glad you asked me that question. So real estate is the big sexy industry, right? <laughs> so I <laughs> I say that because it is. We've got house hunters, HGTV, flipper flop. You know, everybody wants to be a real estate investor. But here's the here's the the, the big scope about real estate. I sell have sold 20, 30 houses a year. You know, I've made a nice high six figure income, and each year. January 1, I have to start all over again and recreate that same six-figure income. In the financial industry, I actually build a book of business of residual income. So case in point, if I help a family, and let's just say for easy math, um, the annual premium for that family that I helped is $3,000. One of our carriers will pay us a 4% renewal for the life that they own their policy. Now, Autumn, if you were to get, 
be responsible and get life insurance, mm-hmm. how long would you want your life insurance to last? For quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So imagine me 18 we years ago starting in this. Really? <laughs> See, it's God's timing, right? Yeah. So imagine me in uh, this industry 18 years ago and building up a book of business in 18 years where I would have been financially had someone reached out to me sooner. Because if I were to get a 4% bonus for every house I've sold over 18 years, we probably (laughs) wouldn't be talking right now, Autumn, because I'd probably be on an island somewhere with a drink. (laughs) Right. So, but residual income is something a lot of people don't really understand. So, you know, residual income, um, for those that don't know, I know there's probably some a lot of calls on here that do know, but residual income just simply means you've done the work and now you continue to get paid long after that work is done. So the challenge that we see, that I've seen as being an entrepreneur for over 20 years, and you're an entrepreneur yourself, Autumn and Heather, is that most people, when they start, still think like an employee. You know, they feel it. I, I put in a nice eight-hour day for a week of, of working and trying to develop and learn. I should have a paycheck. Entrepreneurship, it takes a little bit of time. You know, this isn't a get-rich-quick scheme or anything like that. So so it, it, it did take me about 30 to 45 days before I was able to see some substantial money. And then after that autumn, I now get paid twice a week, every Tuesday, every Friday, mm-hmm. like clockwork. Wow. So how would you like to be paid twice a week? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> For real. So, but yeah. So I don't know if I missed any other questions. I'm actually walking around. I should be looking at my phone like you coached me up to do. Yeah, yeah. They'll drop them in. I'm, I'm trying to listen to you and some other people put some comments in. They're trying to figure out what it's about. And I was answering at the same time. So hopefully, I'm not trying to be rude, but I was trying to multitask. So, <laughs> um, I have a question for you, Lance. Yes, ma'am. Um, this isn't down in the in the box. Um, like I've been trying to to multitask here, um, but I know that outside of um, you know the knowledge that we gain um, with this company is um, the mentorship, and I know that you. Um, had the privilege of going to our chief distributions um, officer's home. Um, he lives in a $3 million mansion, <laughs> and, um, you know, you had access to him. And I know a lot of – there's no way to get that in corporate America because I've been there. Could you share just a couple of takeaways from your experience um, in Chicago on New mm. Year's Eve? Wow. Wow. So, yes, uh, it, it was truly a blessing to, to actually sit down with our chief distribution officer and have um, his ear for three days, um, invited out to his house and, you know, sitting down in his garage and just picking his brain. And the, the one thing that really stood out to me, and we know this, because if you're, if you're listening to me and you're a parent, um, my son LJ is listening right now. I'm a parent, and I always tell him, um, we're always concerned with who our kids hang out with. 
Yeah. Right. Um, so birds of a feather flock together. Sure does. And the one thing he, <laughs> the one thing he told me is most people will hang around people that make them feel comfortable. Hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Right. But most people will hang around people that make them feel comfortable. So you need to associate yourself with people that make you uncomfortable in a good way, that stretch you in a good way. Stretch. That make you become your better self. Right? And so he said uh, a rubber band is best used when it's stretched. And the same goes for us. You know, we were we were designed for greatness and abundance. And most of us um, get stuck in mediocrity and settle for it. And so the, the thing is, is it's not about so much of, of making millions of dollars. That's great. But it's, it's the toll that you could do with that million dollars. Right. Like, like me personally, I, I'm a coach by heart, by nature. I'm, I'm, I'm opening three, um, sports complexes slash financial literacy academies for the youth. Wow. That's what I'm doing. I'm opening one in Richmond, wow. one in Fredericksburg, and one in Northern Virginia. Come to Fred Drake. I already got <laughs> Come to Fred Drake. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll expand up there too. Man. I, but, but, but I've, I've already got the pieces in place for it now. I've already got the people and everything. And then my next mission, I know Pastor Shannon's on here right now, is the, is the help that congregation and purchase them a building. Right. Now that is awesome. And that's what, 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 that the, the money as a tool would do. So the the so the so I say all that because think about this, guys. If you have if you're on your phone right now, go to your last five phone calls. Mm-hmm. Just look at your last five phone calls. Okay. And guesstimate each one of their annual incomes. You have an idea, even if you say I don't know how much they make. You have an idea. Just guesstimate. Total them up, divide it by five, that's probably where your income is. Mm. I say that because our platform, our business, our culture, as Heather talked about, is a place where we're going to stretch you to grow as a person, spiritually, physically, wow. as a husband, as a father, as a citizen. Because your income can never, ever outgrow your personal identity. Mm. And your personal identity will only grow based off the books you read and the people you meet. Wow. That was deep. (laughs) That was deep. That was deep. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I know one thing that I absolutely, he was saying about the books, you know, we have, uh, you know, books that we all, um, partake in and, um, the mentorship that has been, um, provided, you know, where you can have access to people who, um, you know, we all come here for the purpose that is greater than ourselves. Um, the purpose of the legacy, the purpose of the next generation, um, for, um, 
you know, to to gain not for for what we're doing here and now, but to know that our children, our children's children, our children's children, that they are the last to want. They are the last to not have knowledge. They are the last to wonder where and how they're going to get an education. Um, and I personally love to go for, um, you know, we were talking about that wage gap is the Gen Zers, the Gen Xers, um, women, uh, single moms, uh, not even specifically, but um, also minorities. Um, I know our, our company, we, we have a, a large, diverse uh, corporate culture here, and that's something that completely attracted me to this because it's, you know, far beyond myself, and to have individuals that, um, you know, not only you can touch their lives and in a very powerful way, that 18-year-old kid that's just coming out of school, that 19, 20-year-old kid that needs to have mentorship and guidance for themselves and their families and their future, they can get that here. And um, I, I see Lance and what he does with his team, and it's just really a testament to the person that he is because he's legitimately – um, just wanting to better their lives, better their future, better their circle of people um, so that when he leaves this earth, he has left a mark, a substantial mark because it went far beyond himself. So that's something that, um, you know, I, I most, most enjoy about what we do here at PHP. Right. I have, I have a question for you. I'm just thinking, I don't know if this is, I'm just going to throw it out here because I'm still learning. Um, in your location, like how successful you think you could be with this? Does location matter, or no? no. Um, well, no, you know no. I mean? I mean, as far as absolutely, um, I'm gonna hit my marketing director here in the mountains of Allegheny County. Um, I have agents in a couple of states now, and um, you know, I'm just growing my my business and my my brokerage. Um, so as far as a brick and mortar location, yeah. um, you know, you can, that would be up to, you know, the discretion of, of where, you know, would feel best. But, um, like I said, we can work from anywhere. There's no limitation as long, uh, we haven't hit international yet. A couple of really exciting things that are coming up with, for our company, um, is, you know, the, the, right now we're in the United States and Puerto Rico. We have not yet gone international. We will be going international. Um, in addition to that, we have um, this thing called equity. Lance, can you touch on what equity is for those that do not know just how great equity is? So oh you said before gosh. he says before he says that you said you're not an international yet, right? Correct. Correct. Oh, okay. All right. We are not, but we do. Um, you know, just because you're you're. Uh, International people, we can help inter people who are international um, as well. But as far as Lance, 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 yep. <laughs> the international market, we have not broadened to, but we can still help people internationally. Only reason why I bring that up, too, is because the podcast is I got a big support in Ghana. So they listen over there. So just in case later on they drop me a question, I kind of covered it for them. Yeah, so we're we're not in Ghana yet. We yeah. have a lot of people from our platform that are from Ghana. Yeah. Um, as I, as you heard me earlier, I talked about the diversity of, of our right. executive team. 
Um, so if they're not, um, if they're out, if they're in Ghana, if they have a connection to someone in the U.S., we can start helping mentor someone here in the U.S., like Heather said, in all 50 states, so it doesn't matter where they are, mm-hmm. and kind of ramp up for when we do go international. Um, I don't have a launch date for the international part at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's whispers maybe in the next 12 to 15 months, but there's okay. nothing guaranteed. Um, so I, I just know I'm excited to go international <laughs> right? Um, because there's a true, true need for it, like you said, in Ghana right. and other countries. Yeah. So I got like a couple of friends and um, pretty much they overseas in Ghana and Nigeria. I think some of them would benefit from something like this. So I'm not thinking tonight. I'm just sitting here thinking I'm going to make sure they can get, catch the replay and uh, so they can get the information as well. Um, also, yeah. um, I think Pastor Shannon had a question or wanted me to share something. She PHP agent agency out. I know that she had also said for her contact information, um, she can be found on Facebook at Pastor Shannon, uh, at Shannon Watkins. Um, her, her name on Facebook is Shannon Watkins for anyone that's listening that, that knows her as well. Okay. All right. Is there so as I guess as, I guess as we wrap up, is that, I don't know how long the, the podcast is, but Heather uh, had mentioned equity. I can briefly touch on that. Um, so, so equity ownership, equity is, is shares of a company. It's, it's physical ownership shares of a company. And, um, it's, it's funny because in Patrick's book, I referenced Patrick and David, your next five moves. Um, one of the things he talks about is, to um, you know, to help build your team, to help build your company, whatever it uh, may be, offer ownership to a company. Because if you think about this, Autumn, if you own something, you're gonna take better care of it than if you rented it. Right. You were an employee, right? Right. You take pride in ownership. So, so, so this year, um, anyone that becomes a broker with our company. They automatically become an equity owner and get shares of the company. Wow. So Heather, that's pretty nice. <laughs> so Heather, right now, once she becomes a broker, a marketing director of our company, she automatically becomes an equity um, owner of our company. Now, mm-hmm. what does that translate to? Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds like nice fancy words. Right. I don't know if anybody's ever watched the movie. Um, the social network. Um, it's about how Facebook got started. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh huh. <laughs> so, so basically, Autumn, our company right now is Facebook in the dorm room. Wow. Be- before it went public, we're a privately owned company. Uh-huh. Um, and for those those that are listening, and I think I saw a question about reviews. If you go to uh, the Better Business Bureau for our our reviews, you're going to find a lot of garbage reviews, um, and here's why. Because we're a private company, and a lot of people don't know this, but you actually, com- companies pay to be a member of the Better Business Bureau to up their reviews for positive. 
-hmm. Anyone that's involved in business and in the corporate world, they go to a place called Crunch Base, C-R-U-N-C-H-B-A-S-E. So Crunch Base is a website where you go to review actual corporations, public and private corporations. So you can actually go there and review Amazon, Facebook, all those companies as well. Um, but 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 I but I say all that because um, we're 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 a private company that's already been valued in the billions of dollars. We've already had companies offer billions of dollars to purchase our company to go uh, uh, public. Wow. So what does that translate for Heather? When Heather becomes a broker, she instantly is a millionaire once our company goes public. Woo. Instantly. Wow. I didn't even have to buy a lottery ticket, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we need some claps on that. <laughs> I like that. I love that. Very great. That's awesome. Y'all can clap it up. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Well, thank well, you. Thank you so much, Autumn. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming on. And we'll be in contact. And hopefully you guys if you guys need a commercial, y'all can put the commercial together. I'll play it on air. Um, I thank you for everyone that tuned in and came by. Um, if there's any more questions, um, I guess they can contact you on IG and Facebook. Um yeah, it was it was good information. I, I enjoy this. <laughs> we would love to come back, Autumn. Yeah, you can come. We can come set up a date, another date and come back and um, you know get more people on so they can hear because I got a lot of people they just don't know about the they're just learning the podcast. You would think they would know by now, but they don't. So as soon as I've been putting out the podcast, they're like, oh, okay, what's that about? Then you know, then they'll get used to it. But mostly the big following I have is on Facebook, but. They'll get used to it. A lot of them will come on later. And like oh. I said, the replay, you can, I'll check the numbers on the back. And normally the replays go up to 200 on replays. People tell me they listen to it or catch it up or stuff like that. So they'll get the information. I'll make sure that I'll keep sharing it out. But um, anytime you guys, like I said, if you guys want to do a commercial, you, it has to be in 3P3, what is it, MP3 form. And then I can play it here on air too with you guys' information. Awesome. Well, thanks again. I appreciate the platform, um, and I appreciate what you do for the community and spreading, you know, all the good news. Yeah, I appreciate you guys too. Football coach. I didn't know you was doing all that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, we, hey, busy people get stuff done. All you know that. Right. My son, not to get all trapped, but my son, he he's a senior this year, and uh, they didn't have a football season. He's just walking around like he don't know what's going on. I know it's it's sad. We start our season actually practice starts February fourth, so we're gonna have football season in the coldest month. Yeah, well, we'll keep that in prayer. Yeah, please okay. do because you know, brother, don't like to be cold. Yeah, I, I I totally get it. Okay, is there anything else? Anybody got anything else? Pastor Shannon, we thank you for coming on. Sister Joy, uh, Pastor Mark, some of the other uh, came in on the chat. Um, I come on probably about three times a week, and like you said, if you heard previous, and if anybody on here wants to be a special guest or if you have anything you want to advertise, you can contact me on Facebook or you can email me, send me a direct message, and we can work that out. So, Heather, 
I appreciate you guys coming on tonight. And I uh, wish you the best, and we'll be in contact with you. Appreciate you all as well. Thank you so much, and have a blessed night. Okay, you too. Thank you. Hey, you, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Private to the Nations on a Miller's podcast. And I'm Baby J. Have a nice day. Thank you for tuning in to Prophet to the Nation. I will catch you guys next time. Be blessed.